Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 now back to new focus on wealth on am 1220 kdow i'm real black talking all things financial money investing and more thanks for listening to the show a lot going on it's earning season it's my favorite time boy this has been a crazy market microsoft reported last week Disappointing cloud numbers, and that has kind of played itself out in technology with other cloud companies. Microsoft stock went down in the following day after earnings, and then it came right back up over the coming days. I threw it out there because I think it's worthy of note, except for today's jobs report day. Keep in mind, we're going to talk Apple, we're going to talk Google. Facebook had a blowout quarter. It's not really that they had a blowout quarter. They said 2023 is going to be the year of efficiency. And you may get into your Chinese astrology. I don't know, the year of the duck, the year of the rat. I think I was born during the year of the rat. What does that tell you? Not good things about me, but I think the year is the bunny. This year in China's new year, and they say, don't get a bunny unless you're going to take care of it. Don't don't do it because it's cute. Because ultimately, um, there are going to be problems. Anyhow, and anyway, um, we're going to talk a lot of stuff today. So thanks for tuning in. Let's see. Yesterday, the NASDAQ was up 3.25%. That's a stunning day. Like, if you were to go back to 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago, you didn't see stocks making 3.5% moves as an index. You just didn't. You'd be lucky if they got 6, 7, 8, 9, 10% in a year. And it literally felt like, oh, it was up one half of 1% for the week and you're like one half of one percent the action's bigger and moves faster now 3.25 percent in one day still stuns me but a lot of that was facebook and apple the s&p 500 was up 1.4 percent yesterday the dow jones industrial average is down the complete reversal of 2022 where value of the dow jones industrial average did better then growth of the NASDAQ and the S&P 500 was somewhere in the middle. If you hung on to your tech stocks during the route of 2022, you've got a, a little bit of a congratulations feeling going on right now. After another smashing day, tech-focused NASDAQ's off to its best start since 1975. Where were you in 1975? So right now, the NASDAQ's projected to go up for the year. And that's just not going to happen. So are we pulling our gains forward? Or are we going to go test the lows again and then pull gains back in a more normalized manner? It's probably going to be somewhere around there. I don't know what I would do if the market was up 140% this year. Seeing that it's a market-weighted index, that would mean Microsoft, Alphabet, Apple, Facebook would all be winner, winner, chicken dinners. Tesla would be thrown in there too. It's market weighted. So how the big boys do tells you how the market does. It should be called the S&P 500. Really top 20 stocks move the market. 
if that makes any sense to you. We're a little bit more than a week away from the Super Bowl. I have nothing to say about that today. Um, what I do have to say about it from earlier this week was that some food components are down, like avocado and chicken wings. Some food components like beer are up 11% year over year. Wine up 3% year over year. And soda up 25%. I know you're saying soda's up 25%. It still goes back to one of my favorite scenes in the movie, The Running Man, where Arnold Schwarzenegger is the future dystopian society and I guess a blonde reporter because every movie had to have a blonde reporter to be the romantic potential interest for Arnold Schwarzenegger in 80s actions movies, 90s action movies, probably 90s action movies, right? That's probably more fair. Great premise of a movie. Better short story by Stephen King, The Running Man. Um he walks by a soda machine and it says something like $200 for a soda and it's set in the future. So you're like, Oh, ho, 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 it's inflation. That's inflation. That's inflation. That's the thing that we hate in 2022. And today the jobs report is kind of messing it up because the fed can raise interest rates. It makes it more expensive to get a mortgage. Home prices fall. It makes it more expensive to use your credit cards. People buy less. Less goods sold means goods don't need to be created, means jobs can be cut, but that's not happening right now. So the Fed's kind of pushing on a string, kind of hoping the jobs market kind of fixes itself because what they're doing isn't really solving the problem. Let's talk a little bit more about this. There have been many faces to the market's Today, it's going to be Apple, it's Alphabet, it's Amazon, Qualcomm, Starbucks, Ford. Ford had a disappointing Ford's quarter. I've never seen a CEO as shooken. Maybe I have. I don't want to sound too dramatic, but he looked shook and disappointed that he wasn't able to deliver for investors. And it's interesting because they literally said during the conference call, we left billions on the table. And that doesn't make you feel good if you're an investor. Qualcomm said the demand for things that use wireless technologies going down this quarter and well into next quarter. We're going to get into the big three, Amazon, Alphabet, and Apple as the show unfolds. But today, the payroll growth in January, which was widespread and included a gain of 128,000 for leisure and hospitality, 105,000 people increase in private education and health services, and a 25,900 increase in temporary jobs. The unemployment rate was 3.4%. That's lowest since 1969. I've thrown some years around today for you. The NASDAQ has never had such a strong month as since 1975. And the unemployment rate has hit a low since 1969. The average work week jumped to 34.7 hours from 34.4. When you start going up over 34 hours, over 33 hours, you start talking about, well, that's going to lead to wage inflation. Your company has to pay you more for overtime. Or they have to go, you know what? Rob looks a little stressed working. We're going to hire one more person. And the Fed wants people not to be hired right now. They want people to feel a little bit of pain in their pocketbook so they don't put as much love, i.e. money, into the economy. 
I'm pleased with where we are, but it feels like there's a, a hyper focus right now on the jobs. The employment report is one to be celebrated in that it supports the narrative of a soft landing. The Federal Reserve is raising interest rates. And as long as we have jobs, ultimately, we'll be able to put food on our table. It may be a, st- a step down from Chipotle to McDonald's, from McDonald's to ramen noodles, but we will have food if we have jobs. That's the idea. But the Federal Reserve is going to look at it and go, eh, not good. These people are still going to be able to ask for raises, and we got to keep wage inflation somewhere uh, normalized because we can't keep <laughs> The market doesn't like much more than 4%. It doesn't like much less than 2%. And, and that's, that's consistent with inflation. Um, inflation, when it's too cool, 2%, it can lead to a recession very, very quickly. And you see faster layoffs. Employment, when it's 4%, can lead to it's Friday. And instead of saying, thank God it's Friday, I'm going to go drink at the water and hole. I'm a, I'm a steel worker. I'm going to go drink my, my weekly wages. Like every cliche in every movie in the 1980s, right? All the right moves by Tom Cruise. I looked at a, you know, he made over $100 million for making Maverick. I looked at Tom Cruise's career earnings and it's stunning. It literally starts like he got a bucket of, of, of spit. And now he's making $100 million. Okay, so I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous. Okay, maybe I'm a little bit jealous. So kind of wrapping things up, it, it's kind of a volatile week where earnings are telling us some mixed messages. Um, it's not great. And there's going to be a little bit more hell to pay with the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve came out this week and said uh, they almost quit on us. Jerome Powell said, you know, we were seeing disinflation. We're just not seeing it in wages and services as much as we are in goods. But for him to say, you know, we're closer to an end than we are to the middle or the beginning of rate hike increases, Wall Street got excited. Um, I think there's a little bit more more pain to go. And here's where I'm going to wrap this thought. We've had one bad year, 12 months of a down market, right? The year before that, we had 70 new highs. One down year doesn't do enough. It's like, I'm going to be an alcoholic for 12 years in a row, and I'm going to take one month off, and now I'm clean and sober for life. No, it doesn't really work that way. It takes a little bit more work. So... 2022, let's let's say we've had 12 out of 13 bad months. Does that put more perspective into it for you? After we had 100 good months. 100 bad days make 100 good stories. Uh, A little AGR in my head off that 100 thing going on. Um, My point being is we have a little bit more grinding to do, a little bit more cleaning to do. And that's okay. And that's normal. I've never really wanted a recession or down market to last a clean and tidy six to 12 months. It's good if we can shake some of the weaker hands out, kind of get some of the froth out of, of the, of the frothiest beers or the frothiest stocks. 
we're not in a bad situation. You're listening to New Focus on it's Wealth better. on AM 1220 KDOW. But it's tough to explain. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Got a big event coming up in six days. It's nice to say it's the second one of, of post-pandemic for me. I've decided that I'm going to be working for another 36 months. So I'm going to do it in five-year chunks. And I'll probably stay on after that. I'm not going to play a Howard Stern and go, well, who knows? Will I? I'll let you know. I'm just, it's getting to the point where I think we're all getting older. And doing seminars is a speaking event where I might want to spend time with my children or friends kind of thing a little bit more. I'm not going to discount you. And I'll, I'll, I'll always be around in some level, I think. But um, I'm only doing four seminars this year on the peninsula. I'm going to do two in the East Bay. This is the second of four on the peninsula. Cupertino, Juniper Hotel, 630 to 830. You can sign up at com. It's robblackshow.com. I'm going to go over some of the stocks that I've been recently buying, but it's really about income in your portfolio when you retire. Um, I think that's kind of a driving force of the show. 25 years ago when I started the show, and I, I have one of the longest podcasts ever. In large part because I was working with CNET Radio, and CNET was a tech radio station, and they grasped very early on, um, put a version of it on the web, and they can download it off the website. It wasn't distributed like podcast or at that point in time. You had to come to it. It didn't come to you. And now you can get the Rob Black Show anywhere where podcasts are published. So um, big event coming up, Juniper Hotel, 630 So the January employment situation report, which is fun to say came out this morning and it showed a much stronger than expected payroll growth, as well as upward revisions in November and December that were combined 71,000 jobs higher than previously expected or reported in this case. It was pretty widespread. 128,000 jobs created in leisure and hospitality, 105,000 jobs created in education and health, 25,900 jobs that are temporary. The unemployment rate was 3.4%. Don't forget we have that Biden infrastructure bill that was passed last year that's going to create even more jobs in the coming future. Now, yes, we have seen some jobs leave tech. But a lot of analysts, there's there's two. I'm not going to say there's two. Let's say there's three style of analysts that I'm following right now. One, we're going to hell in a handbasket. Two is saying we need to get earnings expectations much lower. And the third type of analyst that I'm seeing right now is saying, Unemployment's creating, unnecessary, not unnecessary, but high inflation, problematic inflation, wage inflation. Again, we want Goldilocks. I want real estate to go up 4% a year, bonds to go up 5% a year, and stocks to go up 6 to 8% a year and pay dividends. I want wages to go up 2 to 4%, 4% for the truly special employees, 3% for the average employees, 2% for the... Um, how shall we say, not really helping much around the office. That's my formula that I've seen work the best in the last 25 years. Now, again, that has created a lot of haves and have-nots. I get it. So when you do see wages widespread and you do see unemployment at 3.4%, which I'm going to be honest with you, that's a crazy number. If you were to ask me five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, that's almost like everyone who 
wants a job, has a job. And then there's another report the Federal Reserve looks at called the JOLTS report that came out earlier this week. The JOLTS report is job openings. It's when you go to HR today and you see that your company's hiring for five positions. And let's say you're a radio host and they're hiring a sales manager. Like, well, I don't really want to be a sales manager. They're hiring a general manager. Sorry, I'm not trying to tell you my general manager's on his way out because he's not. Oh, okay, I don't really think I have the skills to be a general manager. Um, they hire a network engineer. Okay, I don't really want that job. So I'm happy with where I am. I may go to a competing radio station, but the job openings that are out there for me right now are not ideal. Or I may go, I don't want to be a sales manager. I don't want to be a general manager. I want to be talent. <laughs> I'm all high and mighty. So the job openings, there's about two jobs out there for every person that's unemployed. There's plenty of job openings. And we're employment rate at 3.4%. Are you kidding me? This is problematic. This is still the light. We can't quite, I don't know if it, I don't know if an economist, I don't know if the federal reserve is going to fix this one. Apple stock is holding on to some gains this morning after reporting a good quarter. Um, but there was some problems in their quarter, their problems and everyone's problems seem to be a little bit different. Do you remember how earlier in the show I was talking about, um, Microsoft last week said Asia wasn't all that in a bucket of chicken. Well, that led over to Amazon saying that web services ain't all that in a bucket of chicken either. So that's kind of interesting. Meta came out and said, you know, we didn't have the greatest quarter. We lost billions last year, 13 plus billion in the metaverse. But this is going to be our year of efficiencies. So companies in tech are reporting very big differences. Very big differences. Apple had an okay quarter. Again, not the greatest, but their problems were China has COVID. In November and December, we heard there was a big surge of COVID that factories were shutting down. Sounds like a Billy Joel song, doesn't it? And the factories that Apple counts on for the iPhone 14 Plus, the really sexy, nice one, the one that has the camera that could take amazing photos, which uses up a lot of storage, which plays into, hey, my phone's getting full. What am I going to do with all these pictures? Should I delete them? No, because of your memories. One. And because they're taking bigger pictures, you're using more storage. And because you're using more storage, you're like, well, I don't really want to upload them to Google. I want to upload them to Apple. It'll do it automatically. It'll be seamless. It'll be the Apple away. It's the way of Apple. So there's weakening consumer sentiment. Apple faced other challenges outside of its control, including a relatively strong dollar, which should help them in the next two quarters as it's gotten weaker. The supply chain constraints should play out as China kind of put up the white flag and said, everyone go back to work, get COVID, we'll fill up our hospitals. We don't have the shots as good as the West does. It's a work in progress. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Big seminar coming up at Juniper Hotel in Cupertino, February 9th, 6.30 to 8.30.